thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ashley. Um, would love to maybe get your background story. Maybe you can uh, tell the listeners a little bit about you, how you got your start, and um, you know, we'll work our way up to uh, being at the zoo and what, what, what your work is today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my background is actually in journalism graphics, so which is an interesting major. It was. Um, obviously a major in journalism with a focus in uh, graphic design. So that's what actually brought me to the Hampton Roads area. I took a job at the pilot. Um, so I started out in newspapers and then I went on to work for um, a healthcare company, a real estate company. I traveled overseas to Thailand and worked with a handicrafts organization there. Um, and then I eventually wound up at the zoo. So um, in all those different roles, I started picking up um, different types of hats, you might call them, um, whether it be the social media, um, writing, photography, um, and then at the zoo is actually my first um, role that included marketing in the title and the job title, um, but I've been kind of doing it for a while. Love that. So um, what are kind of, like, what was your... So first job out of school, you were working, what, what were you doing? At the pilot, um, I was a graphic designer, so I, desi- I designed... Um, the newspaper pages. So I was working for Link, which was an alt daily tab back then. Um, it was a, it was kind of geared toward the younger um, demographic readers. So um, yeah, I did everything from writing and photography, but mostly design, graphic design there. Love it. So is that your back? Your background is like core, like you're a graphic designer. Yes, you do that's like, like my bread and butter. Text and uh-huh. pictures and all of this. Yes. Yeah. What was like your earliest memory, I guess, with graphic design? Like, what made you find that that was your you're calling? Um, you know, as a kid, I always scrapbooked, um, which, I mean, people, it's still such a huge thing that people are doing now, but I loved um, taking photos and then making each page of my scrapbook like a, you know, a work of art. So I would cut things out of magazines, I would take my own photos, um, and that kind of just, you know, I remember being in high school on the yearbook staff, um, and it was interesting, like, when I, you know, wanted to go to college, everyone was like, oh, you're going to have to be in journalism, you have to write, you have to, you know, you be a photographer. Um, but I discovered this journalism graphics major um, at Ball State University in Indiana and so it was perfect because I was able to really focus on graphics with a journalism you know focus so what and maybe break that down a little bit like how do you what are the um, what do you learn in, in that sense I guess about graphics in a with a journalist focus like yeah. what's different about graphics for maybe a brand versus like for a journalist focus. Yeah. With the journalism focus, I mean, you're trained first and foremost as a journalist. So you're learning about ethics. You're learning about how to write, how to write stories that people want to read, you know, be very concisive or concise, you know, just make your point very clearly um, and very quickly. So with the graphics major, um, we're also learning how to tell a story visually. So, you know, um, why do we pick this photo over this photo? You know, should your subject look left if your story's on the left-hand side of the page? Um, you know, what makes a really good headline that's going to draw the reader in. Um, and, you know, when I took the job at the um, newspaper here in Norfolk, they, um, that was kind of our, we wanted to, the younger generation to keep reading newspapers. So we're not, we were not publishing, you know, these long 7,000 word stories. We were breaking those stories down into three paragraphs. Here's what you need to know. Here's why. Here's some call outs. Here's some big numbers. Um, so that way people could really get their news in 10 minutes instead of having to spend an hour reading the newspaper. Um, so it's, it's a pretty, you know, 
this was almost 15 years ago, it was pretty forward-thinking major at the time going into kind of what's happened with the media recently and, you know, newspapers are closing. And um, so it, it, I think it was a really awesome major looking back on it because it kind of prepped me to be able to do a lot of different things, um, not just journalism. And so your next step, you moved on, you were working... Say what was your next step? I went to a healthcare company. Healthcare. Um, yes. What did you learn there? Um, you know, it was my first very big corporate company I'd ever worked for. Um, I did you know corporate communications, a lot of powerpoints. Um, it wasn't. It was. It was good in teaching me you know a lot about the corporate ladder and working for a big company and. Um, you know, sometimes you got to do the grunt work that isn't always fun. Um, but I did a ton of graphics for that company, so more like bar charts and maps and and those kinds of ways to present information um, about health insurance. You know, so it was totally opposite of what I had been doing before, um, but another good kind of avenue to to reach out into. And after that. Um, what were your next steps? So I left the healthcare company to actually go overseas to Thailand. Um, I had found a volunteer opportunity to work with a handicrafts organization there. Um, and my, my minor was actually women's studies. So I worked with um, the, uh, um, this company called Isera Arts, and they worked with the local Hill Tribes women to um, make bags, jewelry, um, all kinds of things that... Um, incorporated their native traditions and customs into things that the modern woman would buy. Um, so I was kind of hired to help with branding, um, make a cohesive like catalog for them, photograph them, write stories about them. Um, so I was there for, I was in Thailand for five months. And um, again, a whole different aspect, you know, a different culture, just learning about um, ways to kind of tell these women's stories. I didn't speak their language. So, you know, um, just sitting with them and kind of experience what they experience. And in doing so, was able to tell their story to, you know, women in the you know, Western world that uh, would appreciate their products. Um, so after I left uh, Thailand, I came back and um, I just started doing a lot of consulting and freelancing work for myself um, because I had this varied background. I was helping small businesses with logos and business cards. I was doing some websites. Um, you know, I was still working with the previous companies I had been at. Um, it was kind of all over the place, but it was, I loved it um, because, you know, as a 20-something year old, I was able to set my schedule and kind of work on projects that really motivated me and what I was really passionate about. Um, so it was definitely really fun for a couple years, but I um, decided that I would go back into um, kind of the nine-to-five job, and that's when I um, got into the real estate company that I worked for. I was a creative director there. Um, Again, totally different road, um, you know, working on promotion of properties. We were doing renderings of buildings, like, what would it look like if we moved an anthropology into this building? Could you make a facade? So, um, again, totally different work. Yeah. Um, and, which was great. I was there for a couple years, and then, um, and actually an old friend had... Um, started working at the zoo and she was like hey we have this part-time position open um, for a graphic designer I know that you're kind of in management now but you know would you be interested in working with me and absolutely I jumped at the chance to do that um, so I kind of went into that role not knowing anything about animals other than they're <laughs> great and they're cute and adorable um, and now um, I've been there for almost five years um, I took the management with a marketing manager position um, so I oversee um, a 
department. Where there's, we have a department of three there. Um, and we, uh, we do all kinds of things at the zoo. So um, it's definitely, again, another transition, but a really, really fun one. That's awesome. What do the three people do on the team? Yeah, so um, we have a social media coordinator and we have kind of a marketing and PR specialist. Um, our department kind of serves as an agency to all the other departments in the zoo. Um, there's about 80 employees total at the zoo um, and we have a membership department, a development department. Um, we have animal services that oversee all the animals. We have horticulture, we have development. Um, we, I'm sure I'm forgetting like three other departments. Um, <laughs> but you know, everybody has a role. So education, they, we do field trips and camps. Um, our development department raises money. Um, obviously, animal services take care of all of our amazing animals. And so they all have messages and ideas and projects that they need to get out. And so they come to us and say, hey, you know, can you promote spring break camp? Um, we do tons of special events at the zoo, um, from concerts to movie nights. We actually host corporate events. So, you know, how do we get the word out about that? Um, so where my department of three, um, you know, we all kind of wear many hats. Um, one day I'll be doing graphic design and, you know, our social media coordinator will be out doing video all day. Um, and then, you know, the next day it's completely different. So. Nice. And so you're kind of serving as this agency in-house, like what are you guys doing, I guess, to get the word out when you get the word out? Um, what's been working in terms of that? Are you more digital would you say are you is it more localized like print yeah we um we do a little bit of everything um you know our core demographic is moms with children um but you know the a lot of zoos now are kind of facing um what's the future of zoos like so we're really trying to get the younger millennial which isn't that young anymore but um and and the kids in college and even some teens really interested in the zoo not having to be brought by your parents um and so we are kind of focusing on them as well and then we also gear toward grandparents um, that, that have grandchildren so if you look at those three demographics you're looking at print advertising for the older generation um, you're looking at online advertising a ton of online advertising um, and then you're also looking in this area you know what other kinds of more grassroots efforts can we do um, you know there's so many free events and festivals and really awesome things to do in the area so what community partners can we um, talk to or reach out to. Um, so, you know, our um, advertising plan includes everything from radio to billboards. Um, we've wrapped buses. Uh, we do ton. We've done um, banners along, you know, downtown in the waterside. We do print ads and magazines in the pilot, um, and then tons of online advertising. Um, so, we. Um, there are, I like to say there aren't a lot of advertising avenues we haven't, well, <laughs> haven't tried or haven't looked into. So, I like it. Yeah. Um, that made me think of something when you said that. I was thinking, um, I was, I was thinking about the, uh, the advertising and then you mentioned, it'll come back to me. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have <laughs> yeah, to come no back problem. to it. Um, maybe what are some of the learnings from 2019 maybe that you guys have seen, um, you know, whether it's like marketing or something else? Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like every day is a learning experience at the zoo. Um, for me, there's so much to learn about the animals um, and, and how to tell their story. 
um, you know, we can promote events, you know, it's easy to promote events, easy-ish, um, you know, to, to, to say, hey, we have this really awesome concert come out to the zoo, but telling um, an animal story, um, telling our zookeeper stories, um, you know, we had some animal deaths this past year that were really hard to talk about, um, and making under people understand, you know, we have a living collection at the zoo. Um, you know, we are a museum just like a lot of other places, um, but a painting on a wall doesn't die. Um, and so, you know, telling those types of stories and, and why it's important to, um, you know, to be transparent about things that happen at the zoo um, and just getting across that the work that we're doing there is really important, not only for the animals here um, in Norfolk, but then uh, animals across the world. So, um, you know, we have animals here that, um, like our, our tigers, for example, are some of only 500 species, or 500 animals left of their species. And so, um, you know, conservation, science, and research that we're doing right here in Norfolk are helping these animals across the world. Um, so, you know, it's it's a challenge to try to make up people understand those those kinds of concepts because they're they're very large picture large scale um and by saying just by coming to the zoo you are helping all of these animals so um it's definitely a a challenge um but a fun one and um obviously we get to be around the beautiful animals so it's pretty pretty rewarding at the same time do you guys and now I remember what I was going to say when you said that. <laughs> do you guys outsource or do you work with agencies as your team or is everything in-house? Everything's handled in-house, yeah. Um, when I first started at the zoo, we did work with an agency um, and that was part of me coming on board as a graphic designer is that we could bring in, um, you know, cut the cost of the agency and be able to promote way more aspects of the zoo because before we hadn't been pushing our, our educational programs as much. You know, it was really just like, here are our big events, here animals and here you know and come to the zoo um, so now we're able to push things like our memberships um, like I mentioned our camps um, all the other all, all the other amazing things that we're doing so is there an e-commerce element to what you all do like where you sell like anything digitally like tickets or corporate yeah you can um, definitely get online and buy tickets um, we sell memberships online we have behind-the-scenes tours um, with about a dozen different animals. Um, we have zoo adoptions, so you can adopt our animals. Um, so that's all able to be done online. We do have corporate sponsorships as well, but we, um, those are more per we like to make those personalized um, because we have so many different ways that you can sponsor at the zoo or, or get involved. Um, so yeah, those, those are our big, big ones. What's um, something you're looking forward to in the new year, 2020? Um, well, a little bit of everything. I just got back from maternity leave, so um, I'm excited to get back to work. Um, but we have a lot of new things coming out. We're doing an augmented reality tour right now, um, so people can come to the zoo. Um, they download an app, and then there's 12 stops around the zoo, so, um, which is perfect for the wintertime because sometimes the animals aren't always out due to colder temperatures. Um, so you can get this uh, kind of really awesome experience with the animals. There's video, there's um, audio. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. And then we're going to be launching a really cool larger-than-life type of game um, at the zoo in the next coming month that um, helps support our conservation efforts across the world. So, um, you know, one thing that we're going to be really looking into is a lot of new type of technology and how we can tap into that. So um, ECPI is one of our um, partners with the Augmented Reality Tour. Um, so we're, you know, always looking for community partners to kind of branch out and think of new ways to promote the zoo and our animals and, and really fun experiences. Perfect. Well, this is great. You covered a lot of good stuff here. <laughs> um, where can uh, the listeners kind of 
follow along or where can they connect with the zoo? Um, so, <laughs> yeah, we, um, we're online, virginiazoo.org. Um, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so follow us all there. Um, we're just at Virginia Zoo. Um, and, yeah, we'd love to get uh, comments. And if you come out to the zoo, use hashtag Virginia Zoo um, to document your, your trip. Sometimes we highlight uh, people's experiences. Um, and then, yeah, you can uh, catch up with me via email or LinkedIn or Instagram. Um, it's always, always fun meeting new people. And uh, did you ever have any mentors or advisors or anything that you would go and get ideas or just bounce, you know, yeah, you know, I, um, my, the job I mentioned when I first started here at Link at the newspaper, um, we were all kind of a group of the 20 to 30-somethings, and um, one, of, one of the girls that was working there when I started, she was just a year older than me, um, but she was my mentor while I started, and um, she's, she's in New York now, she's, um, she does graphic design as well, but um, she's, she was a huge influence on me, um, and, you know, there are times when I'm like, oh, I really, you know, would love to go back to freelancing and doing some consulting, um, but I do love getting feedback from, you know, uh, you know, your coworkers and other people, which is what's so great about working at the zoo is that we have a big, even though my immediate staff is small, we have a, a, a big group of people that love to give opinions and feedback and, and have a hand in, in pulling these um, awesome efforts together. So, um, so yeah, keeps it, keeps it challenging and fun at the same time do you travel like do you have to go to conferences or events we have an annual conference every year the association of zoos and aquariums they're our parent organization um they have a conference that, that changes every year so i've gone to that a couple times um you know there's some things that i do locally like the downtown 100 and, and some other organizations that i'm involved in um but not a whole lot of travel travel for fun for personal reasons but um not for work related reasons as much yeah no that's great no i appreciate your time thank yeah, you so much absolutely. for doing this thank and, you um we'll uh we'll get all these links we'll link up some uh some of the e-commerce stuff yeah in, uh, absolutely the website okay cool